Hey everybody, this is Tom Perna, your host of the JP2 Generation Podcast. This is episode 11. It's been a few weeks since I have recorded an episode. There's a few reasons for that reason. Um, one of the reasons is I've really been kind of focusing on uh, looking for a job uh, because obviously a lot of you know I've, I lost my position at the parish back in February and then officially it, uh, my last day was back at the end of March. So it's just been over a month since I've been unemployed. Um, collecting unemployment, that's good and all, but I really would like to have a steady job with some with uh, benefits and stuff like that. So really focusing on that. Uh, and a, another big focus is really just spending time with my wife and my son. Uh, you know, I don't think uh, I'll ever have a chance like this to be able to spend uh, as much time with my, my children as I have with my firstborn just because of uh, this virus that's still going on, which I'm not even going down the road because I'm so aggravated with it, and, uh, and just being unemployed. So it's been good just to be able to try to spend time with my wife and my son uh, during this time. Um, today, what I want to talk to you about is my relationship with Our Lady. And it all kind of stems around my Mondays with Mary series and a class that I took in graduate school at Franciscan University of Steubenville. My relationship with Our Lady before the class in graduate school wasn't the best. Not that I had any kind of animosity towards Our Lady. It just wasn't a very good relationship. And I really didn't know how to engage in that relationship with Our Lady. Um, you know, I struggled to pray the rosary. I struggled to, to ask her for her intercession. Really didn't even understand how important she is in the grand scheme of things when it comes to uh, intercessory prayer. I always had a decent relationship with most of the saints, but Our Lady uh, didn't really have that kind of relationship with her. So my relationship just kind of struggled. And when I went to Franciscan, there was this class called Mary in the Modern World, and it was a graduate course, part of the, it was an elective in the graduate studies class or graduate studies program for theology. And a friend of mine said to me at the time when I was in school, they said, that, cha that class changed my entire re relationship with Our Lady. And, and I was a little skeptical and a little doubtful, thinking how can one whole class change the relationship with Our Lady? Well, then I took the class. I took the class in spring of 2000, 2009, and just like my friend had stated, it happened to me, my relationship with Our Lady completely changed. You know, I've talked about this in, in some other blog posts that I've done on Our Lady, but it's it's to hear my voice and to hear me tell you about it. Uh, I think it's something a little different. It, she became my mother in a sense, my spiritual mother. Um, I you know my mother, uh, my mom is still alive, and actually I saw her yesterday for Mother's Day. But but she became my spiritual mother. I went to her for almost everything. Everything. I went to Our Lady for everything. Everything I was having problems with or issues with, I went to her. Uh, and that really, that changed after this class. The, um, the relationship changed. It became more intimate. And what was more fascinating was the more I got to know Mary, the more I got to know Our Lady as our mother or as my mother, my relationship changed then with Jesus Christ himself. And that was really the kicker 
for me was that the whole relationship changed um, with Jesus. And it blew me away. Um, so I took this class uh, with Dr. Mark Maravalli, uh, Franciscan, and uh, ended up getting a paper published on one of his websites at the time. And it was just, it's hard to, f- to fathom how a class can do this. But for me, once I understood Mary's role and how her role is in relation to Christ, how it's in relation to the church, and how it's in relation to all of us, which are obviously part of the church or are the church, it, my understanding completely changed. Um, my devotion to her completely changed. And the, again, for me, my faith got stronger and more uh, in-depth in my college years because I learned kind of the academic or um, the reason side of the intellectual side of my faith. So my faith grew just by learning what the church actually teaches. And that for me is a, was, a, was a big stepping point in my faith. Same thing happened with Our Lady. So then after the class, I focused, you know, I, I was praying the rosary a lot more. I actually started wearing a, a brown scapular in the summer of 2009. I still, I still wear it today. Um, I did some consecrations to Our Lady. Uh, you know, there was, I was praying more novenas to Our Lady. So my relationship changed and I continued to just continue to expand on that relationship using the tools and the prayers that the church has set out for us over, you know, over these last 2000 years. In May of 2012, I would say the relationship took like a super jump when I started uh, my, my series on my blog called Mondays with Mary. It was actually uh, May of 2012. So today, this, this month, and, and really these Mondays in May, are the eighth anniversary of my, uh, my, my series called Mondays with Mary. And um, I found this book when I was home on Marian writings. And all of a sudden, you know, I, when I picked it up, I was like, oh, gosh, I could start writing more about Our Lady. Uh, you know, my blog was very early, was in its infant stage at this point. I had only been writing really for about four months. And then really what it was, it was this series that I think brought many people to start, many people to my blog and started following me on a regular basis. So I started to write in May of 2012 and and I've been writing on Our Lady ever since. Every usually every Monday for for a good six years, I wrote every Monday. The last couple years, I write. Uh, I still write in the series, um, but I don't write as often. Uh, it's just you know I think uh, with having a family now, having a son, it's it's hard to try to find the time to sit down and write blog posts. I mean, my writing in general has actually pretty much decreased uh, since getting married and having a family. And, and, and no one's to blame. It's just, that's just what happens. Uh, your focus and your attention are on other things. Uh, but I continue to focus as much as I can on my writing and specifically this series on Our Lady. Today, this will be the 343rd blog post uh, that has to do with Our Lady. So um, I hope that you can tune in uh, to my other writings, um, you'll see there's a big list on my website of all the writings uh, and continue to check out other things that I've been writing. Uh, but it's, it's just something that um, 
the more, like, you know, I, I've said it before, the more you get to know Mary, the more you get to know Jesus. Uh, and that's so true because she is so important in, 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 the, um, in the plan of salvation. And it's, and it's, it's sad to me when our Protestant brothers and sisters don't see that. Uh, they see her as an obstacle or they see us putting, putting her above Jesus, which we never do that, nor should we ever do that. Um, she is always subordinate to our Lord uh, when it comes to salvation. She's always the one that's saying, you know, any of the, any of the modern day approved apparitions, we see her always pointing to Jesus, pointing to our Lord saying, he's the attention. He's why I'm here. He's the focus. Um, you know, she plays a, an important role, but it's, it's, it's about our relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, so I encourage you to check out my blog posts on Mary. I also have some uh, good books on my website as well. And if you're interested and you want, you want to have uh, access to some of the books in my library on Our Lady, which a lot of them are out of print, but uh, there are some really good books out there on Our Lady. And maybe for a future podcast or maybe, maybe I'll just do this next week again, I'll cover some good books that I have on Our Lady that are in my library that you could still uh, purchase uh, today on Amazon. So let's just end in prayer. Uh, usually I, I end in prayer with uh, Pope St. John Paul II, prayer for healing. But, you know, I think we're just going to pray a Hail Mary today uh, and ask for John Paul II's intercession. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. We offer up all of our uh, petitions and intentions for us, uh, anything that's on our heart this day, we offer them up through the intercession of Pope St. John Paul II, the great Pope who loved Our Lady, as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Pope St. John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Thanks for listening. I'll hear. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.